everyone. Thanks for joining us on Asking for a Friend, a podcast for women created by New Hope Community Church. The phrase and hashtag, asking for a friend, is used in sarcasm after asking an embarrassing question, indicating that it's so awkward it must be asked under the guise of a helpful friend. This discussion group was born out of a desire to talk openly about things that are often considered taboo or stay hidden in general, but especially in the church. Statistics show that the issues we will cover affect women within the church as much as those who don't consider themselves churchgoers, so let's talk about them. The first and very simple purpose of this group is to let women know that they are not alone. Across social media and even in person, we always show the best of ourselves, leading us to believe that nobody else has the same struggles as we do. This is such a lonely feeling and only leads to discouragement. This is a lie that we hope to expose by the time our discussion is over. Also, studies show that one of the reasons current generations don't consider going to church is that the church is not open to messy discussions and believe that Christians think they have all the answers. The second purpose of this discussion group is to show that this group of women admits we don't have simple solutions to life's questions, and we recognize that we never arrive but will be working through these issues during our lifelong journey. The third purpose of this group is to give practical suggestions and spiritual counsel to others based on the experience of our guests and the resources we've put together. Specifically, we will recommend resources from Right Now Media, a video resource library called the Netflix of Bible Studies. For your free access, text right now space NHCCMN to 41411. As we listen to one another's stories and are bold in sharing our own, we can create a community where we are all fully known and fully loved. Because this is a safe space and the issues are sensitive, we will not be sharing the names of our guests. If you have questions about a particular guest or story, please contact us and we will connect you. So today's session, the title is Rest for Your Souls. The verse that it's based on is Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 to 30. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And our topic is mental health and the Christian's response. Some of the Right Now Media resources that I'm recommending to you guys is from a series called Compass and Light. And they have different, they're like uh, 15 to 30 minute episodes on depression, anxiety, bipolar, PTSD, and addiction. And those are really great. I watched four of the five of those. Um, The Walking Wounded is a guy, it's an hour long, so maybe a little bit long, but I enjoyed, he gave a lot of um, really well-known quotes and statistics and recommendations for books and videos and all that kind of stuff. So whatever that guy's name is who's on The Walking Wounded, I really like him. Um, There's another one called The Gospel and Depression, and there's another one called Let's All Be Brave, and that's not super about mental health, but it's a cool lady, and you can tell by the title. She's talking about just being honest with your story. All right, as we listen to one another's stories and are bold in sharing our own, we can create a community where we're fully known and fully loved. Because this is a safe space and the issues are sensitive, 
Actually, we will be sharing the name of this guest because she doesn't mind. Um, so today we have Anna with us. And Anna was a Cambridge Cambridge campus yeah. um, attender pre-COVID and all of that <clears throat> fun stuff. So we are going to start by talking about our favorite mugs. And we want you guys to comment too just because it's fun and I feel like your favorite mug kind of tells you something about the person. Um, and the one I shared last week said, whatever is good to know is difficult to learn. And this week it says homebody because believe it or not, I'm an introvert and I really like to be home and um, just like that that's a safe, comfortable space where you can be yourself and, and all of that. So this is homebody. It has chai in it right now. Mm-hmm. And that's a coffee mug. $5 at Target <clears throat> right now. All right, Anna, what's in your, well, I know what's in your mug. <laughs> Tell me about your so mug. So mine is from where I work, Lighthouse Child and Family Services. It was my Christmas gift last year, and there is strawberry whipped rock star in it right now. Ooh, that doesn't sound very good. <laughs> it's good. All right, guys, I'm asking you in the comments what your fav- what's your favorite mug and what's usually in it. All right. Um, one person said that theirs is frozen, but it doesn't show that on mine. So you guys can respond to Cindy if, if that's true for you, too. Um, so let's just start. I mean, we have some follow-up questions, but do you just want to start by telling us your story, uh, what it is about, you know, just what I posted about the mental health conversation that, that made you say, Hey, that's me. Yep. So I have been dealing with mental health issues. I think, well, I started therapy when I was six. So, um, I do have PTSD from childhood sexual abuse, mm-hmm. um, and then later in life, uh, about 19 years old, um, I have major depressive disorder, um, I think generalized anxiety, mm-hmm. which is kind of in remission. I don't struggle so much anymore with anxiety, mm-hmm. um. And then ADHD. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember at six just being very anxious and fearful of leaving my mother's side. Um, she was my protection, mm-hmm. and with the trauma that I experienced, um, mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like attachment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Did anyone have a... No. Okay. She's saying we went live in the Facebook group instead of the event, and that's true. I did that this week because I think it's easier for most people. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Um. <laughs> yeah, so because of what happened to you, you didn't want to leave your mom's side, which is yeah. totally understandable. Yeah, and then um, I think when I was... Well, when I was 19, that's when I knew... I was having more than just bad days. Mm -hmm. It was like, you know, the onset of some depression. They thought I might have bipolar too, but that Mm -hmm. was ruled out. Um, It was just, I spent, I think, 11 years of different medication trials. Mm -hmm. Um, Now I've, I've had a good 
good fit for me for medications um, for about seven years. Um, you know, one thing that I read said the first time somebody goes on medication, it's only like a 30% success that they yeah. get relief. But then the second mm. time, it's like 70% chance that their second go around. Yeah. And then I do want to talk about gene sight. It's a test, mm. a DNA test. Yeah. And, and no, they're not sponsoring us either <laughs> but oh so it is just a gene q-tip test? um gene sight gene sight okay yep i got it right there so it's um okay. it's just a, a q-tip swab in each side of the cheek and then so it tells you what meds might work best for yeah. for your dna type mm-hmm. um and it also it it because it tells how you metabolize things and like it for my kids a couple of them they need a folic acid supplement mm-hmm. because of how they yeah the chemistry of it yeah mm-hmm. and so um that that's not a hundred percent like they'll have a green zone which is meds that would be best for you. Mm-hmm. But, and then yellow and red. And so, like, yellow is, like, might work, might not work. And then red is, like, don't try. Yeah. But, so it's not 100%, but it's it's helped get people on the right track Mm -hmm. um, as far as not wasting 11 years. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. And we'll talk more about medication Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's good. I put that in the comments there for you guys. Okay. Um, we have a confirmation. Yes, that's a great test. Okay. Very helpful. Good. <laughs> um, and then, so I've been in therapy with my current therapist for 10 years now. And um, just very comfortable with her um she does she's does Christian counseling and so I might jump around but <laughs> yeah and I think one thing that's kind of common well there's Christian practices where mm. you know that the counselors are Christian um, but I think once you ask a question of a counselor they are free to talk about their faith journey and, and yes. their experiences so yeah and I think her office, they ask if you have any spiritual, you know, preferences mm-hmm. and, and would you like to incorporate them into your therapy? Mm-hmm. So, um, one thing that she helps me with is um, sozo prayer or yeah. healing prayer. So, I believe she's went through the training on it. Yeah. And so... Let's- Let's rewind a little bit. Uh-huh. We'll, yeah, we'll get to talking about, like, some some things that we can do to help. Okay. Will you talk a little bit more about, like, what it looks like for you? Because I feel like depression, anxiety is kind of very vague and and people know in general. But okay. for you, do you have, like, do you know what triggers it? Or can you recognize, ooh, I'm going down a path that that's not going to be good? Like, I know um, when I worked at a women's treatment program... It was like they weren't getting out of bed in the morning. That was like big sign they're not doing well or yeah. not eating or eating too much mm-hmm. or 
anger or avoidance, like withdrawal from people. Yeah, like what isolation. Does that look like for you, um, isolation is a big one. Mm-hmm. Even in um, my job that I do as an arms worker, um, the isolation for the clients that I see mm-hmm. is really big. Um, a big indicator. And then just not enjoying things that you used to. Um, Like, if I were to stop doing crafts or journaling or reading, Mm -hmm. that would be a sign for my loved ones that they would know (laughs) that I'm... Something's not right. Something's not right, Mm yeah. Yeah. Um, And then... Like, irritability mm-hmm. and... Some of us just have that all the time and you would never know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you wouldn't know if it's <laughs> problem or not. I think in men, it can be the irritability and anger can mm-hmm. can be actually anxiety. Yeah. They kind of... It's like a secondary thing. Yeah. There's a, there's a root of it that comes first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, and then, yeah, the not eating, eating too much, mm-hmm. that is definitely, I see that. Mm-hmm. Um, mine would be probably not eating. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like, constant worry, mm-hmm. and if you, like, well, well, for me, like, if I were to stop doing my devotions or... Mm-hmm. Praying, or you know, like I'm not going to go to church anymore. Yeah. You know, some it's kind of slippery slope. Like, yeah, you kind of become complacent and like okay with it, and then it's gone too mm-hmm. far before you know it. Yeah. Um, can you tell me, like, when you obviously at six, if you started counseling, that was a big indicator that that something was wrong, and you had to talk to somebody. Will you tell me, like, who did you talk to about it? You know, who, what kinds of people did you feel comfortable sharing that with when it started, but even now? And who is, like, what type of person were you like, I can't tell them about this. I would never tell that person that I struggle. Like, what kind of people were safe people and what kind of people, you know? Yeah. um, Yeah. Well, at six, you know, I would, I would, my mom was my safe place mm-hmm. um I think because of the sexual abuse I I felt at that age very ashamed and so yeah. I wouldn't even be honest with the therapist yeah. for one because it was a group therapy oh, and so you hard. literally had to go around the room yeah and this place isn't open anymore, but where I went, but you had to go around in a circle and yeah. tell, and it was just so that shaming. Feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I don't like that. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, I think some teachers I would mm-hmm. feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now, Still my mom, and, mm-hmm. a, you know, I have a, a couple good friends, mm-hmm. and then my therapist, um, yeah. 
and then I've always been pretty open about it. Like, I feel that I'm not ashamed because I know it's like, um, the brain chemistry, lack of firing of the synapses, you know, that's, that's not anyone's fault. And so why should I feel Mm -hmm. ashamed of it? Like, Mm -hmm. like I wouldn't shame a diabetic for using their insulin. Mm -hmm. I, that's why I just, I wouldn't shame anyone for just any kind of help that they. Yeah. That walking wounded guy, he, I wrote on a quote that he said from C.S. Lewis, who we know and love. And he said, mental health is less dramatic than physical pain, but it's more common and also harder to bear. The frequent attempt to conceal mental pain increases the burden. It's easier to say my tooth is aching than to say my heart is broken. And so, yeah, it seems like physical pain is very acceptable Mm -hmm. and, you know, we all have it and it's fine. But then, yeah, there's these hidden things where it's like, don't let anyone see, don't let anyone know, don't talk about it. And so I think that's part of the reason for this discussion. Like the statistics vary from like one in three to one in five people having some kind of diagnosis. Yeah. And so it's like, why are we all so embarrassed? And I, I think partly because in religion and church in general, like you put on your best, mm-hmm. you know, which is unfortunate because when Jesus was on earth, it was the religious leaders and the people who were trying to be perfect that he like went after. Like he was friends with the sinners, you know, terrible people. You know, even his 12 disciples were like, are you sure you want to choose those people? Yeah. Do you know what they're like? And so I feel like, man, Jesus was rebuking the religious, the Christian people because they were like, oh, thank you, God, that I am not like a sinner. You know, there's mm-hmm. the story of the Pharisee in the temple. And so it's like, man, I mean, it's 2020. We really should know better now than to put on a mask, <laughs> figuratively, literally, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. to put on this face that everything is fine. Yeah. And that just makes things so much worse. Yeah. Um, did you have any experiences specifically with church or with Christians, like condemning you or supporting you? Um, I, I always felt supported um the only thing that I've I guess either read but I didn't experience it personally Mm -hmm. is um some well some churches would frown upon like medications um yep counseling yeah Mm -hmm. and Again, I just, I look at it from a holistic approach, you know, it's that you should do whatever you need to do, including medications, therapy, prayer, you know. Yeah, I think that is kind of where, where it comes from. And you guys tell us in the comments, why, why do you think it's so taboo? I think it's because the easy answer for everything is, well, Jesus should be able to fix that. Like Jesus should be enough. 
Mm-hmm. You should be able to go to him and depend on him and be fixed. And I understand that. I get that. Um, when we met, I used the phrase wraparound care. Mm-hmm. And that's something you use, I'm sure. We use that in the treatment program I worked at where it's like, okay, this person has all these different needs. So a lot of times you you contact, hey, this organization specializes in helping them get their GED. This nonprofit helps with housing. This mm-hmm. one helps with whatever. And so it's like same with a person at our church. It's like there is the mental, emotional, the physical, the spiritual. And so I don't think it's fair to be like, well, the spiritual should be everything, mm-hmm. you know. And so I definitely understand. I'm not saying medication is the answer answer, or medication should be off limits. I think in general there's an over-medication thing in our country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's not about this topic. But um, I think that's part of why it's so terrible in church. Yeah. It's like Jesus is the only way. But um, I asked one of the questions that I sent to you is, what are some ways spiritually and physically and emotionally ways that we would recommend um, some things that have helped you get through the process physical, emotional, spiritual. Yeah. So I talked about therapy. I talked about, uh, medications. Um, and then, so for me, journaling Mm -hmm. is a big anxiety reliever. Yeah. Um, so it gets my thoughts out of my head. And so it's like, I don't, I don't dwell on them. And when I journal, I'm journaling to God. Yeah. Um, Because anxiety is, like, fear-based. Right. You know? And so, yeah, there's a quote that I like that says, um, both fear and faith demand that you believe something you can't see. So it's like the future is unknown Mm -hmm. or I can't control it. And it's like fear and faith... (laughs) If something doesn't happen, I've spent all that energy on worry for no reason. Or if it does happen, it's like it happened twice. Like, yeah. I worried about it, and then it happened. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, fear or faith you can choose. But, yeah, journaling, I think, is a big deal. And yeah. I think men, too. I mean, people, I feel like men think that's, like, feminine. But I think it's really important. It just helps you, like, get things in your brain linear. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you have to put it out there instead of just jumbled in your head yeah and so there's different I know when we met to discuss this topic Mm -hmm. um so I had I will tell my clients you know how journaling helps me Mm -hmm. and but they don't like to write (laughs) so Mm -hmm. a lot of them um so there's like there's like uh, gratitude, just five things every day you're mm-hmm. thankful for. There's um, prompt journaling where yeah. it asks you a question yeah. and you just answer it. Mm-hmm. Um, there could be art, you know, drawing if you if you don't like to write mm-hmm. and but you like to paint, yes. you know. It's a huge outlet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then. Um, And then, so, the other thing, my next thing is Mm -hmm. prayer. Yeah. So. Yeah, do you want to talk about Sozo? um, Well, that and um, 
so the sozo or healing prayer. So I close my eyes and I am able to see and hear Jesus speak to me. Um, my therapist leads me in, you know, what are the feelings like that I need to let go or mm-hmm. give to Jesus. Yeah. Um, so like shame. Like things that aren't true. Yes. Like, what like is sh- Jesus saying that's true? She was just singing, I am who you say I am. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking, how perfect that that's going yeah. 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 So the sozo, you replace. Yes. You give up the things that are negative, that are wrong, and replace them. Yeah. With yeah, so I've given away um, shame. Um, I've given away. I'm a bad mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and hey, my shirt says "World Okayest Mom." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, and then yes, and then my therapist always says what does Jesus want to give you instead? Mm -hmm. And so, and he, I always hear him telling me, you know, um, just whatever he tells me at at the time, um, just like faith or perseverance, um, Mm -hmm. contentment, you know, whatever he wants to give me. And I'm generally, those prayer sessions keep me, I would say, in a really, like, Holy Spirit-filled, joyful mood for sometimes even a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they're really great. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and we've talked about doing something similar here. Okay. I think I heard John mention that, but yeah to look into it more okay and i do i do have a book on it because i i'd like to be able to at least well i'd like to be able to get trained in it or just learn more about it Um, yeah so i'll put something like that in the comments too like a link to learn more about it yeah yeah it's s-o-z-o yep sozo prayer yep Mm -hmm. and then so another piece of prayer is Mm -hmm. in um and Alpha mm-hmm. um, was April 2018. So I got urged to go and get hands-on healing prayer. And mm-hmm. so two of the great leaders at Alpha, they laid hands on me. Um, you know, they prayed that kind of like the sozo prayer like Mm -hmm. that my depression would leave me Mm -hmm. and you know being replaced with Mm -hmm. you know the fruit of the spirit yeah (laughs) and um they anointed my head with oil Mm -hmm. and it was just a great experience um and I would say so I have down that it help my symptoms by more than 50%. Mm-hmm. I would say probably even more than 50%. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one bad few days only since 
April 2018. 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and part of that was, it was, I was working in a group home and a, aggressive client through knives oh. in the wall oh. <laughs> at me but they landed in the wall and so my PTSD wow. sparked back no. up <laughs> yeah no oh my gosh <laughs> so I I did um I went into the hospital yeah. and like a voluntary hold right yeah. well and I just I stayed one night but mm-hmm. it was um I didn't even realize that it was the PTSD because I was also going through a relationship mm-hmm. breakup. Mm-hmm. And, but then when I'm sitting there, they're asking me what's going on. And then I start crying when I talk about the knives mm-hmm. being thrown at me. Yeah. Like I didn't even realize that's, that's mainly why I was there. Um, just the PTSD coming mm-hmm. back. And yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So. Um, some of the practical things I had diet, exercise, art, music, um, watching the media that you consume and you talk, yeah, about the journaling. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I do the have counseling. daily devotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, of course, the, the ones that have the room for journaling after them because yeah. I like to write. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so yeah, I'll just. I'll just say, too, um, the ones that I usually read are from She Reads Truth. Um, It's a website, but they have an app, and you can order physical, actual books, too. But, yeah, that's just me. They're they're not sponsoring this either. Yeah. (laughs) So, Um, She Reads Truth, and they have a He Reads Truth also. Okay. Minor, um, they're by, I think, Shana Noel, and they're at Dayspring. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, I've gotten them at Barnes & Noble. Yeah. Um, yep. And then um, I have other ways is self-care and boundaries. Yes. Like, I'm a person that I need, like, I call them, and I get laughed at by mm-hmm. my kids, but little mental health breaks. Oh, and yeah. it's 20 minutes of I'm going to lay here and mm-hmm. rest my brain, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, and then I, I just put a note, um, it's not being lazy, it's listening Mm -hmm. to your body, Mm -hmm. and I came across a quote that said, um, in order to love well, you must rest well. Mm -hmm. So, that's kind of like, you can't give from an empty cup. Mm -hmm. So, then, and then gratitude, helping others, Mm -hmm. um. I kind of talked about the daily gratitude, mm-hmm. just list, you know, three, five things. Yeah. Um, and then serving others in different ways. For me, it it's a blessing mm-hmm. to be able to bless others. Yeah. And, it, you know, they say, like, giving a gift is better than receiving sometimes. And mm-hmm. I totally agree with that mm-hmm. for me. Um, yeah. I like to be able to to bless other people and then the last one I have is music mm-hmm. um yeah so I have uh, with that truth like what you put into yourself is is what you believe so what my mom told me before I started listening to Christian music mm-hmm. is um 
crap in, crap out. Yes. <laughs> and. <laughs> what is it? Garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. G-I-G-O. <laughs> yep. Um, so it helps me focus on just praising God. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of the songs are from scripture, like mm-hmm. Blessing by Carrie Job. Yeah. You know, that's straight from scripture. And then I, I have um, James 4, 7 says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Mm-hmm. Resist the devil, and he will flee yeah. from you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when trying to find the verse that I wanted, this isn't the one I exactly wanted, but something like, like in, like, in Jesus' name, Satan has to flee when yeah. when he hears like scripture, mm-hmm. and I don't know, yeah, the verse on it, but yeah, we can find that. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, okay, and then let's see if you there was your main verse, I think, from James. That yes, you're gonna read. yeah. So, um, my favorite or life verse is James one two through four. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And so this reminds me that depression and hardships, trials, they're not without purpose. Um, they produce the perseverance you need to make you more mature and mm-hmm. complete so that you lack no good thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think we're, we're getting toward the end, but I want to ask two main questions, kind of mm-hmm. the point, you know, that I felt of all of these discussions is the first one, what would you say to women who are, struggling right now with anxiety depression bipolar all of those kind of spiritual attacks um what advice would you give i guess so the first thing i want to say don't underestimate satan's attacks Mm -hmm. um the Bible says he prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Yeah. Yeah. And seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, say, uh, there's a song by Seventh Time Down, um, when you don't know what to say, just say Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, scriptures, read them out loud. Mm-hmm. Um say Jesus' name, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Satan, you're not welcome here in Jesus' Mm -hmm. name, Mm -hmm. a lot of rebuking Mm -hmm. Satan, and then just reach out, reach out to somebody, Mm -hmm. Um, like, I'm fine with anyone reaching out to me, I have Mm -hmm. resources, um, can make referrals, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, just don't don't be alone in it. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. Um, I'll just say, too, like, for New Hope, we can always, 
you can always talk to a pastor um, or me. would be happy to talk with you. And then another thing that we're really, I'll say pushing for, that's the wrong word, but really, really advocating for, um, I mean, we can't gauge people's um, level of engagement in their faith by Sunday morning attendance. Like we never really should have, but especially now. And so one of the big markers that we're, that we're looking at is spiritual friendships. And it's kind of an odd phrase, but um, kind of like a mentoring relationship. And we have a book called Project 52. Um, and it's where the mentor walks through this curriculum. Um, there's 52 weeks in a year. So the goal is that you meet weekly and go over a commonly known story in the Bible um, and meet once a week with that person. Um, and then after that year that you would do the same. Um, and be a mentor for someone else. And so that's something our goal as New Hope is to have 50 of those spiritual friendships happening this year. Um, and so, I mean, we think that's really important for things like this to have one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say we have small groups too. So there's pastoral counseling, there's small groups, but I think in this situation for this session that we're talking about, a spiritual friendship would be a great thing. Mm-hmm. Just a one-on-one for for accountability, but also for just learning the wisdom from someone else who's maybe been there mm-hmm. and we work really hard to like match you up <laughs> yeah somebody who's a good fit. Yeah, yeah even something similar like shared interests or uh-huh. but I mean ideally a shared past a shared history yeah. um so just from New Hope those are some of the things that we would recommend um so we talked a little bit about what you would say to somebody else but my other goal in you know praying about this whole idea of asking for a friend is how could Christians best support you or best support people with mental health? Like, you know, especially me who, um, like, doesn't have direct experience with mm-hmm. the diagnosis. How can we support you? And I also want to ask what not to say. Okay. So I have a note on here. Don't mm-hmm. say just snap out of it yeah. or... Why can't you get over it? <laughs> yeah, get over it. Yeah. Um, as I said, there's synapses mm-hmm. that are not firing, and it can be. It's you there's know so many factors. Like you just have no idea what somebody's going right. Through. So like, no one. You can't say, quit being diabetic, so why would you say, you know? Mm -hmm. um, So don't say, like, snap out of it, get over it, um, just pray, Mm -hmm. you know, like, listen. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of people just want to be, like, they want to vent. Mm -hmm. You just, you just listen. Um, Mm -hmm. You don't even have, I mean, you nod, you, I understand. Yeah. or if you've been there, you know, I've I've been right where you're at mm-hmm. or resources if you know that they have um, bipolar, mm-hmm. research bipolar, mm-hmm. so you know kind of what yep. they're going through without mm-hmm. actually having gone through it. Yeah. Um, I have to do that in my work. Mm-hmm. Like if, if I don't know much about like, schizoaffective disorder I research it yeah so yeah um yeah yeah and so things not to say and then what was the other like how can people in the church or Christians best support someone 
who is struggling. Okay, so... Or is at risk of struggling, too. Yeah, I think, um, like, offering things like you were mentioning, um, the... Mm -hmm. the Spiritual friendship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, small groups. Um, mm -hmm. I'd love to see like a small group on mental health mm -hmm. or just, you know, increase your resource spot, you know, on like I have the 7E region, like all the providers. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I emailed it to you maybe. Yeah. So to just... Like know what's available. You're be able to welcome things. to um, yeah, yeah, we'll it's somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we'll post resources. Yeah, um, I want to say too, and and I think I said this in our um, the self image one last week, which somebody deleted. It was me oh. <laughs> on accident. Um, we'll be re-recording that and posting it. But you know, I said it then. I say it about. Um, when you're trying to convert someone to Christianity, when you're trying to persuade someone um, to a different political belief, you can't do it just by talking at someone and you can't do it by putting it on Facebook or whatever. Like there really has to be an existing relationship mm -hmm. in order for you to speak into someone's life. And even if you're not to a point yet where you can be really vulnerable with me, a Christian person, a Christian woman to me should be open should be should just have the aura of non-judgmental of softness of kindness mm -hmm. and that's not saying you have to be like a shrinking violet like a oh old church lady oh i'll pray for you you know but to be the kind of person that's approachable um to ask open-ended questions you mm -hmm. know instead of like why is that so hard for you? You know, it's mm -hmm. like, tell me about what's, you know, how, do, why does that really affect you so much? Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I would just say in general, if you want to support someone who has any kind of mental health, like be a loving person, be a soft person, a welcoming person. And I think that will help change the stereotype of the church. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why millennials don't want to come here. They think we think we're perfect. And so I think, to me, my goal, even if I don't understand something from experience, is to, like, be warm and welcoming to hear stories. Yeah. I mean, I think um, the one thing that I copied and pasted was, for consistent church attenders, 78% with a mental illness just wanted fellow church members to get to know them as a friend. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Let's just be friendly with each other. Let's make this a place where people know, oh, yeah, New Hope is cool. They, you know, they're open about that stuff. They're yeah. not a perfect church, which is one of the reasons I was drawn to New Hope. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love we're messy. I call us the island of misfit toys, you know, from the Rudolph cartoon. Yeah. It's like, you know, oh, the train with square wheels and the the water gun that shoots jelly, you know, yeah. and it's like all these people who are misfits can come to New Hope, you know, we're the island of misfit toys. So, but I think, you know, to me, the message that I would put out there is be a welcoming person. Like, don't put stuff on Facebook that would make people be like, oh, I can't talk to her about that. Or, ooh, she would judge me about that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's just what it comes down to for me. But 
Yeah, there's all those practical resources too. Um, yeah, and then for churches, I mean, I have all these statistics I can post about um, help families find resources, talk about it openly, improve people's understanding of what mental illness is, what to expect, provide training to the church to understand mental illness, increase awareness of how prevalent it is today. Like we mm-hmm. said, it's not, it's not like few people who have it. It's like a big issue yeah. that we should talk about. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think, I mean, we talked about before this started, our prayer is that by talking about this, more people would step forward so that we can have enough people for a Bible study. Mm-hmm. You know, like I put this out there and I was surprised how very difficult it was to get people to say, oh, I have, you know, this issue, I'll talk about it. And so I think even within my own group of friends, it mm-hmm. still kind of feels unsafe to share about. But I hope that by doing things like this, enough of us could say, yeah, let's get together for the, you wouldn't call it a mental health small group, but whatever, you know. Um, so I think that's cool. Maybe post in the comments if that's something that you're interested in. I think that would be a great thing to start. Um, hey, Mark Crabtree says that we're Island of Misfit Toys too. <laughs> I, I would like to use that in our marketing, but I don't know if that's a broad enough reference where people understand it. But yeah. That's my favorite, my favorite reference about New Hope that I like to say. Um, so I think as we close, um, the main thing is that Anna's here. If you guys have questions, if you want to learn more about her story, um, I am happy to talk more and then connect you with resources or connect you with a person, uh, like a spiritual friend, like we said. I just think that's so important. Like, I can't emphasize that enough how much it is to have a, how important it is to have a one on one person advocating for you. Um, yeah. So I think that's it. Uh, you guys can post questions and we'll get around to answering them. But I think that's our time for now. Uh, we do want to close in prayer. And um, yeah, it's been very interesting with this whole discussion group, how much adversity there's been mm-hmm. like all along the way. And so I just believe these topics are so important. Um, next week, we'll be talking about physical healing and prayer. Um, and that's something I have epilepsy. So that's something that I'm excited about, like, to talk about um, why are some healed and some aren't and what does that mean for my faith and and all that kind of stuff. I'm really excited about the guests that we're going to have. We'll be talking about um, uh, abortion will be another one coming up. We'll be posting the self-image one again. We will be talking about personality tests, which is fun. We'll talk about Enneagram and Myers-Briggs, but mostly about how women in the church can understand each other and support each other. And, like, get along instead of having clicks or, like, mm-hmm. gossipy and stuff like that. Um, I think that's another thing that's, like, wrong with the church, that women have a big role in changing. Um, and then grief and loss is another one that we'll be talking about coming up. So those are all great things. But I do believe that as we talk about these things that the devil is not happy about it. Mm-hmm. And and so we're going to pray over that, pray against that. Um, all right. So you can close your eyes if you're at home, if you want to, if that's weird, you don't have to. Okay, (laughs) we're going to pray. God, we thank you so much for this time. We thank you that um, whether it was the devil who made weird things happen with this uh, discussion, uh, leading up to the discussion, or um, whether it was you, God, who knew that somebody needed to hear about this, we know that you can use it and that you can redeem it and make it so valuable to somebody. And so we just pray that you would use 
our words, that you would use the, um, the different resources we've talked about. Uh, we pray that you would use it for your good, that people would experience healing um, because of the blood of Jesus, because of what you've done. And so we just thank you so much that our identity is in you. We know that you made us and we are valuable because you died for us. And that's, that's the biggest way that someone can show they value you. And so uh, we just thank you so much for how much you love us. And uh, we pray that you would keep reminding us even tomorrow and throughout the week how much you love us and we are your children. And so, God, we just praise you and we commit this time to We commit this whole series, this whole Asking for a Friend discussion group, God. We commit it to you and we just pray the blood of Jesus over the whole thing that all of the guests, that you would keep them safe, you would keep them healthy, that you would uh, help them be prepared and ready and bold to share their stories. And we just pray that um, in the name of Jesus that you would keep the enemy at bay, that um, he would go back to where he came from, that he has no power here in this space, uh, in this Asking for a Friend group. And so we just praise you and we thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it's been super fun. We had about 10, 10, 11, yeah. 9, 10, 11 the whole time. So it's almost like our own little Bible study. <laughs> so, all right. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next Thursday at 830.